Hi, and welcome to the JLD Entertainment Podcast with me, Jacqueline Lee Elliott. Today, I am talking about all things the morning show known as Morning Wars in Australia and Indonesia, and how it pivoted again to reframe season two around COVID-19. Released in Business Insider, it says two seasons of Apple's upcoming TV series, The Morning Show, costs $300 million US, according to Bloomberg. That would make it one of the most expensive TV shows ever, on par with Netflix's The Crown. It stars Jennifer Anderson, Reese Witherspoon, and Steve Carell. Front and center in the tech giant's jump into the streaming war is The Morning Show, a drama series starring Jennifer Anderson, Reese Witherspoon, and Steve Carell about the free fall of an early morning newscast in the wake of a scandal and its struggle to survive in an era when news arrives in the palm of your hand. Apple is dropping $300 million US for two seasons of the series. According to Bloomberg, which cited anonymous sources familiar with this matter, The Hollywood Reporter reported that Anderson and Witherspoon would be making $1.25 million per episode. Huge, huge. The Apple TV Plus drama from showrunner Kerry Aaron, and then just a bit around the morning show and behind the scenes of what happened when COVID-19 really just snuck up from behind. And it goes into this article that I'm about to read you. Pretty much what all of us were going through, we were all on the mouse wheel, just running, 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 running. And COVID-19, this virus was international news so it just wasn't making headlines when it should have been making headlines until it snuck up on everyone and just exploded so the apple tv drama from showrunner kerry erin starring jennifer anderson and reese witherspoon tackles the frenzied three months leading up to the pandemic she says it was this ticking time bomb it was this ticking bomb under the table and then it blew up erin told the hollywood reporter of where the season is headed in the 13 days before the morning show shut down production on season two amid the pandemic the cast and crew of the apple tv plus flagship drama felt like everyone else they were on edge in that time period the acclaimed broadcast news drama had filmed two episodes of a season that viewers would never see but back in early march of 2020 no one could predict that far ahead we were all scared mimi leader director and executive producer recalls to the hollywood reporter about those days on working on what she calls the first iteration of season two we were shooting and perel bottles kept showing up we were we were writing on the call sheet if you are sick do not come in we will pay you because people in our business go to work no matter what when we shut down, we wanted to shut down. We didn't know really when we would start up again. And then star Reese Witherspoon, who co-produces a series through her Hello Sunshine banner, recalls that the feeling of the unknown in the first few months of lockdown, we went through all of the things that everybody went through. The first few weeks were so frightening and really nobody was talking about anything work-related. But it is sort of fascinating that our first year we had to pivot and then our second year pivot again. When Kerry Aaron took over as showrunner for The Morning Show back in 2018, she initiated a rewrite of the launch season so the media show could tackle the exploding Me Too movement front and center. The starring male anchor on the fictional morning show played by Steve Carell, who returned in season two, gets accused of sexual misconduct and assault and the fallout impacts everybody, especially his on-air partner, Alex Levy, played by Jennifer Aniston. Jennifer 
Anison also produces through her banner, Echo Films, just a side note. And when returning to the helm for season two, Erin says that she was one day into quarantine when she got on the phone with her producing partners at Apple and Studio Media Res to set things in motion once again for a retooling. It was a fate accompli in the sense that we are doing a story about the news and we can't totally avoid the biggest news story going on in the world. Erin relives the conversation and says, so I had to rethink the shape of what I was doing. And didn't we all? The morning show had been ordered straight to series with a 20 episode, two season order, fit inside the overarching backdrop of the looming pandemic. The first season was very much about turning over the rock and seeing all the bugs underneath at this corporation, says Erin, referencing the show's fictional UBA network, which appropriately aims to enter the streaming space with UBA Plus in season two. And the second season was about now that the bugs are all out in the light, what do we do? How do we change things? People looking at themselves. That was always my intention. And it fit really nicely with this idea of how did we as a country sort of miss COVID coming? The second season, which begins a weekly rollout and is already out, started in September 17, opens with stunning aerial shots of the empty New York streets, the once hustling and bustling city left strangely silent in the early days of lockdown. Letter, who recalls the collective thinking of, fuck what is happening at the time, decided to act fast by getting a drone unit into the city to film the abandoned streets. I'm sorry that I swore, but that's what's written down here. So, um, she says, we had no idea what we were going to use them for. There wasn't a script that dictated it. We did it and then we put it into the script and started the show, says Letter. Of the season's kickoff message of the pandemic era, visuals set to the tune, Return to Me. It was important to start the show there because we knew where we were headed. It's eerie as hell and putting the Dean Martin song to it, I thought was kind of a love letter to New York. Return to me, please come back to me, let the world come back. The morning show then flashes back to three months earlier with star anchor Bradley Jackson, who is with a spoon, and her on-air partner ringing in 2020 from a bustling Times Square. The episode, which is filled with all sorts of drama for the cast as they continue to address the fallout from the season one finale, which took place nine months earlier in the show's timeline, ends with the sound of a stranger's sneeze. And that sense of impending dread lingers as the season begins to capture the time period from January to March 2020 that viewers will remember all too well. It was my very first instinct to tell the time leading up to the pandemic, says Erin. I had said either we do the three months leading up to lockdown or we do it's all over now and the world is trying to scramble back. After doing some research, I just fell in love with the idea of doing those three months and seeing it slowly creep up and how we just kept ignoring it, which she thought was so human, I guess, and kind of sad from close up and kind of ridiculous from far away. January to March before the lockdown was a fascinating time for everybody because I think we were all so busy making plans and thinking about other things and distracted in our everyday lives that there was so much happening internationally, we weren't necessarily paying attention, says Witherspoon, of orbiting around the fast-paced 24-hour news cycle. That's the responsibility of media, but we go back to broadcast journalism and it's really hard to get people's attention, she adds. It's hard to get people's ears and eyes and we really talk about that in the show. In the morning show, one anchor gets sent to Wuhan, China to cover the outbreak, but he can't get this talk show to give the story the airtime that it rightfully deserves. People weren't really worried about it until suddenly it was terrifying and in front of us, says Erin, of the social interest in the story. 
in talking to people in the news, so many things were going on. The impeachment was happening, the Democratic primary and the debates were happening. There was so much news in the country that it was really riveting. COVID was international news. It was something that was happening somewhere else. And I think it was just this ticking bomb under the table and then it blew up. She continues, I know I was surprised at the intensity of how it happened so quickly. A week before we were all on set filming, no masks. We started not hugging. I do remember that. And then a week later, boom, we were closed down and everybody went home. When we went back onto the set months later, things were left exactly how they were down to a coffee cup. It was really a ghost town. It was dramatic. That real life drama of 2020's biggest news stories readying to bubble to the surface. The coronavirus pandemic, the political chaos around 2020 presidential election and the racial reckoning sparked by the death of George Floyd informs the drama happening within the morning show's ensemble. From the anchors and the show producers, all the way up to the executives at the network, the entire morning show team is facing crisis. The wheels of change were set in motion when the corporate toxicity was laid bare at the end of season one, but now they need to keep turning that wheel. What does change really look like? I talked to Deshaun and to Karen this year about all of the scenes and we worked on them together, says Erin, and meaningful behind the scenes conversations about race with actors and writers. I really wanted it to be as real as it could be, and not just sugarcoat it, not just put a big bow on it at the end, but I really have a conversation about the situation of race in a big company that has mostly been run by white men and some white women. Letter describes the topical season as exploring a tidal wave on the horizon. Kerry felt that it was really important to start the series three months before the tidal wave, before George Floyd was murdered, before the revolution, before Black Lives Matter, because we knew that world up until then and we didn't know when we were going to be airing, she says. We didn't know when we were going to be shooting, but we knew that the writers could write during that time and the story that we knew. If last season was about the fallout of the Me Too movement and the repercussions, this season is about identity. We knew we wanted to tackle race and sexuality and touch on the cancel culture of today and go on that journey with our characters. The Morning Show Season 2 is airing on Apple TV+. Plus. Check it out if you haven't already. I absolutely love it. And that is a wrap on this episode. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in today. You can head over to the news column on our website to read more about this. Stay up to date on all things JLD on Instagram at JLD Entertainment and myself, Jacqueline Lee Elliott. And you can subscribe to this channel so that you get notified every time a new episode pops up. If you would like to advertise on this podcast or inquire about some business shout outs, get in touch. You can find all of the contact details on the website as well as the social media pages. Thank you so much. Appreciate you all. Stay safe. And until next time.